We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui, everybody's favorite relationship podcast. I don't know if y'all can see my man over here asleep a little bit, but he's there sleeping. So I guess this is just a life update and it's my birthday. I literally wasn't going to drop an episode today. I was going to drop one of the other episodes with one of our guests. But I'm like, you know what? Let me just drop something on my birthday for y'all that'll be super special and super intimate. And it's just me and you like normal. This is my life update. So if you don't know, I'm on a poetry tour right now. And I want to say like, we probably got like 12 cities. We got, we had Cleveland and we had to double up on the shows because they sold out. Um, we got Detroit, we got New York, we got St. Louis. I've never been to St. Louis in my life, y'all. St. Louis is sold out. The only tickets you can get, the only show you can get tickets for now is Boston. Um, I've never been there in my life either, but that show is also so, sold out. So to anybody that listens to the podcast that never been to a poetry show and you decided to come to the self-care and chill poetry tour or whatever, let me like fix the camera so my man don't feel like I'm invading his privacy while he's sleeping. So if you've never, <laughs> if you've never been to none of the shows and you decided to stop and just hang out with us and check out some of the poets, I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Because some of y'all don't even know me for poetry. Y'all know me for the podcast. And for y'all to be like, you know what? I'm going to check this shit out. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but I'm going to come. If you've came to the shows, then check out some of the poets. I'm going to put um, them in the caption so that you can go follow them. Kira J, Cito Blanco, The Poet Bull, Melo Jones. So many people that I care about and that are great poets. Y'all got to listen to them and see them. My daughter turned one that's another life update and i feel like life comes at you very fast how the freak did she turn one so freaking fast when it's like i was just telling y'all how i was pregnant i'm just listening i'll be listening to the old podcast that i was doing and i could barely breathe i would be out of breath because i'm so freaking big i can't breathe i'm painting stressed out and now she's turning one. And I just feel so grateful. Like when any anybody that's listening right now and you only got one kid and you feel like I'm one and done, no pressure, no pressure at all. But seeing how my son loves his sister, like and seeing how much he cares about her, seeing the way he treats his sister like that's his little baby, his little angel, his little fat mama, okay? I'm like, how do I even let you go so long thinking that you would never have a sibling? But, you know, everything is, it's all on perfect timing. Anything that you, listen, anything that you think that you want or you're not sure, the timing for things in your life is literally exactly how God wants it to be. And I know that sometimes we get impatient. Sometimes we get overwhelmed. Sometimes we might feel like certain things not going to happen for us because we so pressed on how we want things done and when we want things done. And I feel like, Sometimes all of those what ifs or 
the focusing too much on the destination, it literally ruins you living in the moment. It's literally ruining you enjoying this this moment right now with the people who love you and the people who care about you. And just living in the moment and, to, and appreciating what you have right now. If you are always focused on what needs to be next, you aren't appreciating what you have right now. It's always going to be a, another level to get to. It's always going to be a higher level to climb. And Listen, it's always going to be somewhere else you can go. But to have the opportunity to be grateful for what we got right now, that's a blessing too. And that's an underrated blessing that should, people should not take for granted. And when I think about things that's going on in my life right now, and when I think about operating from a place of gratitude and just being appreciative and being grateful, me celebrating my birthday this year, I know that it's going to be, it's always going to be something that I could be working towards. But, but I can be appreciative and grateful in this moment right that I have right now. Because literally so many things in my life right now are things that I used to pray for. And things that I would feel like maybe this won't happen for me. And I'm not going to be on this freaking. I'm not going to be on here crying. Okay. We had did a Baltimore show over the weekend. And Kara and everybody surprised me with um, flowers and a happy birthday cake. And I had to start crying on the stage. I'm like, God damn. I'm always fucking crying. I feel like sometimes when I cry, just so many. So much happiness just flashes before my eyes. And like. What the fuck? I feel like if you watch Housewives Housewives of Potomac, I'm Candace. Candace always got to cry. Me and Candace, I get it. I get it. But it's so many things that I got and so many things that I wanted for a long time that I don't want to be ungrateful or I don't want to be focused on these other levels when I'm standing in the middle of blessings that I have right now. And I can appreciate these things. Right now, I'm in a hotel in Miami for my birthday. It's my 30th birthday. And I'm like, you know what? Before I go out tonight, let me make a podcast so that I can let the people that love me so much know how much I appreciate them. Outside of the fact that my man, I, I told him that we could have been anywhere and I would have had fun. It don't even matter when you with people that care about you. We could have been home and I could have had a chocolate cake with chocolate fudge. I would chocolate fudge frosting on it I probably would have still had a good time or strawberry shortcake but would not frosting but with like whipped cream stuff like that I would have probably still enjoyed myself nonetheless but to just right now I'm enjoying peace and quiet you hear that it ain't nothing it ain't nobody saying mom 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 buy me some v-bucks can I have twenty dollars send me some money on my cash app wham 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 my name is Zuri and I'm not breastfeeding no more so I'm always hungry and I want my mom to pick me up because I don't want to walk I'm the princess of the house everybody should carry me none of that is happening right now it's peace and quiet silence it's silence and I'm just so happy and I wanted to share some of that light with y'all today I was going to look, I was looking through the messages and I was going to give some advice and stuff like that, but I don't want to give no advice. I only want to give personal experience advice today. I don't want to give the advice from anything that's negative in the DMs or any trials and tribul tribulations that somebody is going through. I'm like, you know what? Let me not read that today on my birthday. I'm going to clock back in when I get home tomorrow, okay? Because we've been in, out in Miami for about three, four days or whatever. I want to just talk about things that I've learned in this life that. We took it all. We brought them to our land. 
An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's today's episode, okay? And the main thing that 2023 has taught me so far is that you are not asking for too much. You are asking the wrong people, okay? So many times I thought that like maybe I should lower my standards. Maybe I should water down how I love. Maybe I should water down who I am. Not even just in romantic relationships, but sometimes in friendships too. I always felt like I had to meet people where they are so that I can preserve relationships. And this year taught me that I don't have to do that because I will naturally find my tribe. And I know sometimes it's a little bit complicated because some of your friends that you really love might be newer friends. And we want to hold on to friends that we knew for a long time. We got history there and I care about them and stuff like this. But it may not fit where I am as an adult and that's okay. And one of the other things that I, I learned was accepting letting people go and releasing them with love. Every breakup, every ending, it doesn't have to be traumatic. It doesn't have to be hurtful. We don't have to fall out and curse each other out and be mean and say stuff that we're going to regret. I can release people with love. Because this no longer goes with where I see myself. It no longer fits where I am as an adult. Or maybe it just doesn't make me feel good. And I'm getting real, real comfortable and honest about being in spaces and being around people that don't make me feel good. I don't know what it is. Like it's certain things like I just, I don't feel right here. You know when you don't fit. You know when you got to force some stuff. You know when you, sh you, you know when you shouldn't be in places. And the thing about that is sometimes... It's certain tables we want to sit in, sit at, and it's certain doors that we want to walk through that we feel like we deserve them. We get at these tables and we get inside these doors and it just don't feel comfortable because we thought, you know, I wanted to be here from the outside looking in. It looked so wonderful and stuff. And then I get here and I realize that I don't fit and it's okay, especially when it comes to social media and the aesthetic of how everything looks. Some stuff might be looking good and it don't feel good. It don't feel good on my spirit. It don't really flow, flow or align with who I am as a person. It doesn't really have the same kind of values or moral compass that I'm operating from. I don't have no business being here. And what I'm not going to do is force myself in places that I do not belong. 2023, Maui ain't forcing herself in nowhere that she don't belong, okay? Another thing that I am, I feel like one of my good lessons is being patient and allowing yourself to just do the work. This is a never this is a never ending journey journey of doing the work. And one thing I will tell you about working on yourself and loving yourself, and we don't got to say working on ourselves as if we this freaking big ass mess or this big ass project that needs all this fixing. But one thing I will tell you about pouring into yourself and showing up for you outside of the fact that it is a never ending journey and you will always find new layers of yourself to tap into is that sometimes our partners are reflections of how much more healing we need to do or how much work we've done. And we got to be able to identify that. Am I picking and choosing relationships and friendships based off of somebody I no longer am? Based off the old me? Or am I picking them based off of how much I've healed and how much I've grown and they fit not only who I am right now or who I desire to be in the future? Okay? That's something that I, that I realized a lot. And then sometimes you don't realize how much you've grown 
until you are in the face of things that used to trigger you. And if you read my book, So Much Down Learning, you know I put this at the end. Sometimes you don't realize how much work you got left to do or how much you've done until you are in the face of the things that used to trigger you. Until you in an argument with somebody, you don't know how, how calm you've been. Okay, you don't know if you're the bigger person until somebody try and get smart with your ass. Okay, you don't know if you freaking are patient until somebody's testing your patience. It's so many different things that I felt like, you know what? I worked on myself so much. I'm, I mastered the, how to do this and my boundaries. And, and then I get in a relationship and you, I'm with a person whose personality is a little bit different than mine. And I got to find ways to navigate. And I'm like, wow, I'm feeling triggered. Why you say something to me like that? Or why are you treating me like that? Why are you talking to me like that? And it's a certain times I realized, damn, it's not even what this person said, but the little girl inside of me who has felt abandoned growing up or who has felt alone growing up, you're triggering something in her because this is not, it's really not even what you're doing or saying in this moment is what this reminds me of and how this is making me feel. And it's making me feel in a way that I felt before. And it doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel emotionally safe. It doesn't make me feel loved. It doesn't make me feel protected and being able to articulate and express how I feel in those moments. That's how I know I'm growing because you are always going to have slip ups. You always going to have moments where you react or respond in a way that you're not proud of. But you know what? I can sit with it and I could just do my best to try to take my time to explain and how I feel, explain and express how I feel. And that's something I'm getting better at. It's easy for me to express and explain how I feel in relationships. But with my friendships, I really want to work on doing better with that this year. Because another thing when we touch on friendships, one thing that I learned with friendships that I lost this year is if it's a way that you feel and express it. And that's been really hard for me sometimes because I just feel like you know what you did. Like, you know you had me fucked up. You know what you did. And I'm big on feeling like people throw rocks and hide their hands. And But sometimes people don't want to express how they feel either. Sometimes I hurt people and they don't want to express themselves. And I should be able to give them grace and I should be able to give them the space to express themselves. But one thing I can't do, I can't do y'all is if I'm expressing my, if I'm expressing myself, that does not give you the floor to express some shit that you've never expressed before. That bothers me bad. Or maybe I, maybe I've, I've created a safe space because I express how I feel and now you feel comfortable to do the same. But if I'm expressing how I feel and you are about to bring up some old ass shit that I never knew about, that I don't like that. Another thing I realized that I don't like this year is y'all can't be harboring. Y'all can't be bringing up old stuff to me. And I'm feeling like you done felt the way. I didn't, I didn't hurt you two years ago. And you just now telling me about it. Let's get comfortable with telling our friends. Let's get comfortable with over explaining certain things to our friends. The same way we over explain things to our partners to try to get them to understand and comprehend. Because a lot of the times I feel like I may have done something to you that hurt your feelings and I don't know. I don't know that I hurt your feelings because you didn't say nothing or you made it seem like it, you was cool. If I love you and I care about you, I want to be there for you. I want to show up for you. So stop assuming that I didn't go to the baby shower because I don't F with you or I didn't come to the party because I'm acting weird. It's okay to be like, hey, you coming tonight? Don't forget, it's tomorrow. Well, I shouldn't have to remind an adult. Some of us, you got to remind. Me, you got to remind. I'm getting to a place in my life where I'm going to put stuff in my calendars and stuff like that because I realize that me not showing up to certain things bothers people. I'm putting a lot of things in my calendars these days, okay? 
But don't allow your ego to say, I'm not reminding nobody. I shouldn't have to. People don't have to remind me. Me and you look two different lives. If I love you and I value our relationship and our friendship, I'm going to remind you. I'm going to say something. I'm going to speak on how I feel. I'm not going to allow things to linger. That's it. But this year, I released a lot of people with love. I accept things for what they was. I accept the separation for what it was. And I'm believing, I'm believing people the first time that they show me, okay? And that's it. And I'm not allowing people to try to get me to negotiate my boundaries. I'm not trying, I'm not allowing people to say certain things to me that really hurt, hurt me. And I have to be the bigger person and forgive some shit that I'm not over. So I'm allowed to take as much time that I need to forgive you or to not forgive you. But I'm, a, listen, I'm on my time. So just because you're ready to say sorry, that don't mean that we all need to be friends with you. Just because we had a conversation don't mean we're about to be friends again. Thank you for the apology. I appreciate you. And like taking, also taking your time because shit don't be, well, another thing I learned shit don't snap back as fast as you want it sometimes when it comes to like falling out with your friends or your partners and stuff like that and sometimes you want to come back like nothing ever happened if you're one of them people who want to snap back into it like nothing ever happened sometimes that pushes people away and i realized that i'm a person that i like to baby step relations relationships back in and if you come on too strong and you try to go right back into how things used to be that's going to push me away like i need i need a more slower pace that's how i operate if you operate different, that's cool, but no. I'm trying to make sure I drop all the things that I learned this year. Um, those are some of my favorite things that I feel like are super important now. Because y'all, we already always talk about pouring into yourself and loving yourself and showing up for yourself. And when I think about like just loving me and focusing on me and thinking about being in a, relation, in a relationship and navigating in my relationship and stuff like that, it's not a more perfect time that I could have met my partner than when I met him. It wasn't a, it wasn't a more, I've never had a more accountable version of myself than the time that he came into my life. It was a per, it was perfect timing. At other times in my life, I wasn't at a place where I wanted to be accountable, where I wanted to be honest, where I wanted to be emotionally vulnerable. And I tell him all the time because we be arguing and stuff like that. I don't never want to get on here and make it seem like I, I got the perfect couple. We a perfect couple and stuff like that. We be arguing. He be getting on my nerves. He be getting smart. Who are you talking to? He don't really clean up after himself. The other day, you, the other day he gonna tell me one of his pet peeves was when we come back from dinner, the room dirty. Because you know when you getting ready for dinner, you about to go out. You know you looking for clothes and you. But every time we go out, he's done before I'm done. I'm still doing my makeup. I sit in the process of waiting for me. You don't ever think like let me make the bed because this is a pet peeve of mine. Are you telling me that I should? prioritize making a bid after I do my makeup because you don't like coming home into a messed up room but you're done before me girl if looks could kill this is exactly how I looked at his ass yeah continue tell me more about your pet peeves because listen if I get around to it I get around to it um yeah but not far from a perfect couple okay but finding and being with a person that has good character. I tell y'all this all the time. They got good character, a good moral compass. They're just a good person. They just operate. And they are comfortable enough 
to be emotionally vulnerable with you, okay? And if they're not comfortable yet, but they're good at expressing themselves, don't forget that we are able to create spaces where people feel emotionally vulnerable and safe to say whatever it is that they want to say, okay? Without judgment, without criticism, but knowing that I can express myself and this person loves me so much that she will listen to me and she will not judge me. I will not judge him if he freaking is coming home from a long day of work and he upset if he angry if he want to cry if he's stressed out if he if he's overwhelmed he know that this place is so emotionally safe for me and she will listen that's it no matter what kind of version of his personality i'm gonna get i am going to be there to listen i'm gonna be there to show up for you i'm gonna be there to love on you to whatever kind of whatever you need that i can add to the life that you already had before me to, to make it better and being with a, some, a person that you feel like those same things are reciprocated. The same things that I'm giving to you and the way I'm willing to show up for you, you are willing to do the same thing for me. A lot of the times I've poured into situations. Listen, I've done shit for people that wouldn't freaking do 20% of what I've done for them. Or the things that they did do for me was to make up, all the, make up for all the shit that they don't to make up for all the things they do to hurt me, to disappoint me, to lie to me and stuff like that. More so the things that they did were out of guilt. Being with a love, being with somebody who's love that you do not have to question. I don't have to second guess it. And I listen, when I first met him, I told him, I don't know, like you, you're not normally the type of guy that I normally go to, but you go for it, but you cute and everything. You handsome, you smart, you intelligent. You got a million great qualities. Sometimes your type is the reason that you're not single. And sometimes what we're looking for, we be attracted to toxic. Because when I think about like, oh, you're not the normal type I go for. What I go for? I was going for, going for people who dismiss my emotions. Who don't make spaces for me to thrive and rest in my femininity. Who don't appreciate me. Who don't value me. Who don't pour into me. Who don't. And then we, love, we try to love people into loving us. Or we think that our love can change somebody. So here we are talking about, oh, I, he, he's using me. Or they ungrateful or they unappreciative. But I'm continuously ch choosing the same type of person. When you are a good person, you attract a whole bunch of different people. Who do you keep choosing? I continue to choose people that was not good for me. That's it. I continue to make the executive decision to choose people who were not good for me. I don't want you to be at a place in your life where you confuse a good healthy relationship for somebody that is boring now don't get me wrong i want you to be with a person who is open-minded it's some people who are boring and he don't want to do shit but you can be with somebody who's laid back but they're open-minded they're not hyped they're not turned up but they're open-minded my man if i was at a different place in my life i would be like i'm not talking to him he's too boring for me why? Because he's not going from bar to bar talking to a bunch of different girls out every day of the week. He's laid back, but he's open-minded. If I ask him to do something fine, he's going to say, yeah. But he's not sitting on the couch talking about, let's go to the club tonight. That's not his personality. Anything that I ask him to do, you want to go do this? Yeah, sure. When? But he's not willingly just looking for thrill and excitement. He's, he's open-minded and willing to indulge in it. But he's not walking around just looking for a move. And I'm glad I was at a place in my life where I was able to know the difference between something that is boring and something that's actually just healthy. I'm just not used to healthy and I don't know how to respond to it. And another thing that I'm going to leave y'all with is understanding that you deserve companionship no matter where you are on your journey. 
I feel like sometimes people would think, well, I don't need, well, I don't need to be loved or I'm not loving nobody that's not healed and stuff like that. You're going to be healing forever. And sometimes the way people love you inspires you to heal even more. It inspires you to tap into different levels and emotions of yourself because how you are loved by them. So many, so many people's love are actually good for you and it will encourage you to do more and be more like, because you see things in me that I didn't see in myself. I told y'all the first, the second time, maybe the first time, second time, I don't know. One of them times me and my man broke up and went on a break. So many people was like, well, I don't believe in breaks. If we take a break, we break up. And one of the breaks, I had spent the break reading. I had read um, Vibrate Higher Daily by um, Layla Delilah. Um, I read You Can Heal Your Life by Lewis Hay. Um, and it was another book by Lewis Hay that I read because I know y'all love when I tell y'all what books I've been reading. I read The Four Agreements. I was reading and I went to therapy. And I feel like that was such a pivotal moment in our relationship because I learned so much from going to my therapist. And one of the things that my therapist taught me that I always think about when, when I respond or talk to any man in my life is he said, do you think that what you're saying could be emasculating to your partner? But not just your partner, but to any black man that you talk to. Because it's like, it's a different experience to be a black man. I'm like, but I'm telling the truth. Like, whatever it was that I said, like, I was disguising it with what is the truth. And he's looking at me like, okay, and it can be the truth. But your delivery can be hurtful. And it can make a person feel like shit. And I'm like, oh. But when we trying to create these safe spaces for people to be vulnerable with us or tell us how, how we feel, they gotta feel safe. And sometimes they might not feel safe because our facial expressions, because how we respond, because how we judge, because of how we criticize, because of the expectations that we put on them. And sometimes the best thing that we could do is just listen. And I wanna be able to communicate and express how I love, how I feel to you from a place of love. And I know that my delivery can be everything. Like, instead of saying, me and you don't never do shit together. You so boring. Babe, I love spending time with you in the house, but you know what? Maybe we could start going out every other weekend and prioritizing time with each other. He not fucking romantic. He don't do shit to excite me. Babe, you know, I love the way you treat me. But I think that my love languages may have been changing. And this is something I've experienced in my relationship. I think that my love language has turned into more physical touch. And I've always been an affirmation girl. I'm like, hmm, this is weird. Like I'm craving touch with my partner all the time. Um, and it doesn't even have to be intimate. It could be just like leg on leg, body parts touching, sleeping close and stuff like that. Like I feel like I've desired and craved that more at this place in my life and not the affirmation so much. But I know that the delivery is everything because sometimes the way we're delivering it is the reason why our partner can't hear us. They don't, they don't even respond to the language that we're even speaking in to be able to change anything for us or to be able to help us. That's not even, we're not even speaking in their language. We're speaking in our language or we're speaking in a way that we're used to people talking to us. So the way that you're talking to your partner, listen. And more importantly, any of that, how are you talking and speaking to yourself? A lot of us are so hard and so critical on ourselves and it translates into the relationships that we got with our children, our friends, everybody. And we are just so brutal with ourselves. But honesty without compassion, listen, that's cruelty. That's being brutal. 
we can talk and speak from a place of love and deliver it lovingly. All of that, I don't know how to, I just talk this way. Listen, we can deliver stuff with love. I can deliver stuff like, because you, no matter how I say it, you hear me. Whether or not you want to comprehend, we could break it down a million times, but I'm going to make sure by the end of this, are you really understanding what I'm saying? Because I know when a person is just trying to dismiss me because they want me to get out their face. Okay. I'm going to make sure, do you really understand what I'm, what I'm saying and how I'm feeling right now? And also, if I feel like a person is not communicating enough, I'm going to say like, well, how do you feel about it? What do you think? Because if you're the only person talking, and this isn't open dialogue, this is literally you just talking at a person, and that can be overwhelming because they feel like it's just always some shit. You're never happy and stuff like that. So how are you feeling? Are you happy? Is there anything that I could work on or be doing differently? How have how has your week been? Is there any ways, like, what was the highlight of your week when it came to how I treated you? Like, what's something nice that I did for you this week? That's something I ask my partner a lot. Like, what did I do for you this week that really made you happy? Let me hear about it. Because sometimes sometimes those things make you want to do more of it. And then even if he doesn't ask me, I'm going to tell him what he did to make me happy. So walking into my year of 30, those are some of the gems that I wanted to leave y'all with. with things that I, I could go on and on with them. The list could have been long. Forgiving people. That ain't sorry because the forgiveness is me and I just want to walk around this world and I want to feel light. Mm. I want to know that there's nothing in this world that I'm holding on to or that I refuse to let go of or some anything that's holding me back. I want to feel as light as a feather. And I'm forgiving people. Listen. Mm. I'm forgiving people even if they're not sorry or even if they don't understand the freaking depth of what they did to me. It feels... Listen, I don't want to walk around with this suitcase full of baggage holding on to some shit that's weighing me down. And you could just see it and how I treat people, how I need to defend myself, how I need to protect myself, how I respond to stuff. I want it all. And that's another thing for you to truly, truly rest in your femininity that a lot of people crave and a lot of people desire because being a soft girl era and stuff like that. It's so it takes so much vulnerability to be there, and your vulnerability is your strength, okay? Because it is so hard to say, you know what, this hurt my feelings. This made me really sad. This hurt me deeply. Like I didn't feel valued. I did. It's so it's so much easier to say you had me fucked up, or who the fuck was you talking to, or I ain't fucking with you like that no more, or just completely stop talking to people. It's so much more strength to express how you felt and be vulnerable. You know why? Because a person can respond in a way that could hurt you again. And that's why it's so hard to do. We already, my feelings was already hurt. So to express myself and say that this hurt my feelings, just for my feelings to get dismissed, or just for you to act like you don't care, or just for you to freaking flip it on me, I, I make space for things to hurt me one more time. And that's okay. But I did my part. I did my part. And my part was expressing how I feel because the goal is feel, to feel weightless. The goal wasn't to have you apologize. The goal was never for you to explain yourself to me. The goal was, I don't want to hold on to this shit. And I don't have to. So no matter how you respond, I'm going to be okay with the end result. I'm going to be fine with it. Because I ain't want to hold on to some. I'm not letting people 
dump on me and I'm walking around holding the shit and they going to, with the rest of their life and I'm the one who's walking around with all this baggage. Sometimes the goal is just for me to be vulnerable and sp express how I feel so that I can continue to be and feel like. I told them how I feel, felt. They, may, they act like they didn't give a fuck, that's fine. I sent a long paragraph, he sent me one word. That is not time for me to try to send another paragraph because now I'm upset and how you going, that's all you got to say, you ain't got nothing else to say. Listen, it was, it was never for him. This is my journey and this is for me. And for me to be the person I wanna be and really handle my emotions how I wanna hand, handle them and be soft, because I don't want to protect myself. I want to be loved by people who are willing to protect me. I don't want to walk around here with my guard up and is blocking good things out. I want to just be able to just relax. Like literally put the shield down. Like drop the shield. And that shit hard. Especially when you've experienced a life of just so much disappointment and so many people that just have fucked you over so much. It's so hard to say, like, you know what? Like, literally, just take a breath. Like, it's literally so hard sometimes to say, you know what? I don't want to, I have no desire to be in control no more. I don't want to control nothing. I just want to, I just want to exist. I just want to be. I just want to be myself. No matter what. No matter what I've gone through. No matter what works out or doesn't work out. I just want to do things my way. I want to treat people the way I really truly. I want to love the way I really love. Without the fear of like being played or embarrassed. The only thing that I'm relying on is just my discernment. And being able to make better decisions. Being a better judge of character. And being more selective. <coughs> and picky about who I let in my space. So certain things don't happen again. And I know. I might end up hurt again. And some shit might happen. Or I'm, I'm. Listen, I know. But I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make peace with knowing I did things my way and how I wanted to do it. And that's that. And then the last moment of our life update outside of the sold out poetry tour we got going on, my daughter turning one. My son is just consistently living his best life. Like, what kind of recap could we do for him? <sighs> I don't even know what we would say about my son because he's consistently living the life that he want to live. My last update is the fact that on my daughter's first birthday, I got engaged. And I am so freaking happy if you not following me on social media if you're not following me on instagram i got engaged on my daughter's birthday and i'm not about to cry because girl if you let me i will fucking cry again i was crying like four times at the goddamn birthday party it's ridiculous so now i can talk like this so i was literally showing y'all but i was trying not to show y'all everybody was saying that i know that he was gonna propose at the first birthday because he was giving a speech listen y'all last year y'all know I threw him a birthday party his mom got a birthday party my son grandpa got a birthday party y'all know I love throwing parties I'm always like literally at least seven times a year I'm recapping y'all about a party every birthday party he, he gives a speech thanking me for throwing a party so when he's thanking me for the speech I'm just like oh 
you're welcome i love to throw a party this literally is what i'm saying in the video i love to throw a party i'm gonna add a little clip of it in the video for y'all and i don't know why like am i that like not here with it that i don't be reading the room when he says i've been asked i want to ask her this for a while if she will marry me i'm like i love you babe oh i'm thinking because his mom is there my grandma is there and stuff and my mom that he's doing it like on the strength of like just to let y'all know i love her i care about her like we're not getting married no time soon but i do plan on it like like just he i felt like he was just keeping it player because our family was there he pulled out a box like he just bit so much like he's so funny and such a jokester so that even when he pulled out the ring box he didn't immediately get on his knee i'm not one of them girls that's ever gonna play myself because i'll be seeing like the tiktok the jokes and stuff like that he pre pretending to propose and then saying it's like i'm not never gonna be one of them girls to put myself in a position to play like that and he played too much that i'm looking i'm waiting for him to open the box open the box and show me it's a ring in it because you always in the house waiting for me to cook so when did you even have time to go do this okay when he opened the box and i seen the ring that i love like my dream ring i literally just start crying so bad like then when our songs start playing i start crying even more and so many people were saying i had said to him People who say no when somebody proposed to them, they don't fuck with them. Or they must have did some shit like that this person is not over or they just don't want to marry this person. Because no, saying no to him, not for a second did that ever cross my mind. No was never, it was never given no, ever, ever, ever. Okay. But what was flashing, <laughs> because so many people was asking me like, what's, what's going through your mind in those moments? In that moment, outside of like how much I love this person and how much I care about them and how much I'm willing to do for you. What was flashing before my eyes was every meal that I've cooked for him. Every cookbook I have bought. Every freaking thing I've ever done that I didn't feel like doing, but I just did it because I love you. I felt like when you when he proposed to me that was the ultimate like i love you and value you and the things that you do for me are so appreciated that i want to continue to be treated like this for the rest of our lives <laughs> i want he want to continue for me to cook for him forever or buy more cookbooks but it's one thing for a person to say thank you but it's another thing to say i love you and our family so much and what we're building and creating that i want to secure it not just with words, but with my actions. I want my actions to sh show you how much I'm willing to secure what we share and how I want this forever. And I felt like, I told him like in that moment, like I just looked at you in a completely different light because when you got a boyfriend and stuff, like you're going to look a boyfriend, like you're going to look at like certain part of you as a boy. But like when my fiance pulled out that ring and he said like, oh no, I'm on grown man time. Like I looked at you, like you just turned into a man right before my eyes. And I know marriage is, being married is not everybody's goal and stuff like that. But it was mine. And it was on my vision board. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> it had been on my vision board a couple times. And it just made me feel like, wow, like, I love you so much and you love me. And we get to do the same thing that we're doing right now for the rest of our life. And it's not anybody else I would rather be doing this with. 
besides you, babe, babe, mm-hmm. are you asleep? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I, I was telling him a nice story about you proposing to me and I didn't know if you wanted to yell something nice. Because he's already declined to be in a video. So that's not going to happen for us today. Well, that's what we got from Khalif. Quoted, it was time. They just said it was time. So we'll take that from him. He's not a man of many words, especially when he's being recorded. So we'll take that. We're not mad about that. But even for as I for my son to yell out, finally, I'm like, okay, relax. Not too much now. But that is why I started this video off with saying, like, you wasn't asking for too much. You was asking the wrong person. More than anything, to the girls out here, y'all want to be married. Make sure you are with somebody who see see themselves as a husband and really values a household dynamic and and foundation building and like values their family enough to secure it. Because a lot of the a lot of women are out here doing wife responsibilities for men who never see themselves being husbands and they waste any time. So if I could tell anybody some advice, it would definitely would be that you're doing all that stuff for somebody that don't ever see themselves being married to being a husband and have them conversations. Like, what do you see? Like, where do you see yourself? Where do you see this going? Like, what are we building? Don't feel, as a woman, I would never feel uncomfortable about bringing up these type of important conversations when I know that my biological clock is ticking. And I said this before. A man can turn 50 years old and he can go be with a 30-year-old and his life will still be fine. But for you to waste my time and I may want to have more children or certain things that I want to do, my dating pool will be completely different. It will be a completely different experience for me. If I know I desire certain things, release me with love if you don't see the same things for yourself. Because in love and in partnership, I know that sometimes it's compromise and stuff like that, but even with compromise, it's more so like a middle ground. For me to completely not get some shit that I want and that I value and I see myself having because this person doesn't want it, that's not compromise. That's me settling, okay? And if you and being honest and having them conversations because if another person doesn't see this happening for them, then you might need to release me with love. No, it, and it ain't no pressure. It ain't no pressure at all. But we gotta, we gotta, we as women... We need to be comfortable with having conversations that are really important to us, whether it's marriage, whether it's intimacy, whether it is how we treat each other and talk to each other, communication. We need to get comfortable with saying like, you know what, I truly love you and I care about you and I deserve certain things when it comes to how I see myself living my life. And that's it. So that was my recap. And I'm so I'm so happy I got to talk to you all today as usual. I know y'all gonna be happy when I drop this. I know when y'all see this video, y'all gonna be like, Molly beat on some shit when it come to us. When it come to y'all, in the middle of the vaca- my vacation right now, I said, I got I got a couple minutes for them. In the middle of vacation, one thing I'm gonna do, it don't matter what I'm doing, y'all be my priority sometimes. My man was my priority for three days. Even three days, like I could give y'all an hour. Like, 
In the middle of her, on April 9, 2023, on her 30th birthday, Molly was in the middle of Miami and she said, I'm going to give them a podcast episode, okay? I seen one person on my picture on Instagram say, Molly, please drop a podcast today. I'm like, you know what? She right. I should give them that. So that's what I decided to do. Give y'all a podcast because I love y'all so much and I love, and I know y'all love me. So that's it. Uh, I'm going to go continue to enjoy my day. I hope y'all enjoy some recap clips I'm going to put at the end of the video. And I hope y'all have a good day or a good, um, what's today? A Easter. I don't celebrate it, but I know y'all folks do. So go on here, enjoy y'all day, enjoy spending time with y'all family, and send this to somebody. And if you didn't have a notebook or some notes in your phone, write down some of the things that I learned. Because I gave y'all some good tips that you might need to take with you on this journey, this never-ending journey of pouring into yourself and loving yourself and working on yourself, write down some of them tips. Because some of them tips, I'll be having to remind myself a couple goddamn times because sometimes it just don't resonate for me. So I'm going to talk to y'all next week.